tell all the hunters. <laughs> lay down their guns. <laughs> well, welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small-town dudes give you our big Dunham opinions. I'm short of the Max Extreme. And I'm that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> and we are talking about the Netflix hottest thing to hit the country during quarantine is Tiger King. My God. I Holy shit. I knew about this before I even watched it. I feel like I knew quite a bit. Like, because there was just memes on memes on memes already. And by the time <laughs> I saw it. I'm like, because I, I had no frame of refer reference of whatever they were talking about. And then everything started lining up. And then still things. I'm just like <laughs> shocked. Every episode that I was oh. like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the, if the, the whole saying that reality is crazier than fiction, this is what this was made for. The, yeah, this is 100% that statement. <laughs> it is i if you go into this being able to predict all the things that happen then you're a fucking like soothsayer yeah, like nostradamus <laughs> or some shit like yeah so i went into work um a couple days last week and uh before i was having another extended time off i uh was telling some people like, well, if you're going to be off too, you need to watch Tiger King. <laughs> you need to do it. It's, it's almost at your, your responsibility as a, an American citizen yeah. to do it. And I was, I was getting texts being like, Oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Or, Oh my God. I, I'm like, I know you're welcome. PS like that's, that's what you get. Like this show I, I can't I can't even comprehend how people can get to that. We'll we'll get into it later, but I we'll, we'll get into I'm it. astonished that real life is like this in some places. Like <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. You if you were to see it in a yeah. movie, you'd be say it was too far fetched. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I know, that's that's the best thing about it. Like the fact that they can get away with this because it is real life. Yeah. <laughs> so the premise of the show, if you haven't seen it yet, I'll give you a a a, a, a an all encompassing premise, is that it mainly focuses on a man called Joe Exotic, who runs the GW Zoo in Oklahoma, and then also on the side has another uh a a a woman named Carol Baskin who runs the Big Cat Rescue in Florida, and also uh, Dr. Antle? Professor Antle? What does he go by? Yeah, well, his like, name is like Doc Antle. Doc Antle, who runs the Myrtle Beach Safari in South Carolina. And those three together yeah. are like have an excess of like exotic animals ex uh, and mostly like big cats, like tigers and yeah. lions and stuff like that. Like combined, they have like animals in the thousands. Yes. It, it, yes. Like enormous, large, like 
wildlife animals in the thousands. Like, <laughs> like there is a, a a scary statistic, like, at the very end of the last episode, and it doesn't ruin the show or anything like that, but there's 4,000, ant- like, wild tigers in the wild, and there's, like, 10,000 in captivity in the United States. It makes yeah. no sense. And these three yeah. colorful characters are going to be your <laughs> your guides through this crazy-ass life. And then there's also a ton of other people thrown in there, like the director of this thing is in a cast, uh, in the cast. Um, there's an, a director that was going to be making a reality show for Joe Exotic is in here. And, like, husbands and significant others are sprinkled in throughout. Like, it is insane. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> So all of them are a character in and of themselves. <laughs> 100%. So uh JT you have the floor for a little bit. What what uh what do you want to say about Tiger King right off the top? Uh it's the craziest documentary I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and I I I like watching documentaries. So like this one was I was hearing so many before I even jumped into this, I was hearing so many people talk about it being like, you don't, I can tell you what this is about and it won't match up to the things you'll experience throughout. And I'm like, okay, this seems like they're really over, over hyping it. And no, it, (laughs) you will never, you will not see a single thing coming (laughs) in this at all. Nope. (laughs) not at all <laughs> like and and i love like the documentary doesn't like there's so much crazy shit that they just they just reveal crazy shit about these people nonchalantly like they're just like look we just gotta get this out of the way it, it's a thing that happens we're just gonna tell you because right. there's crazier things coming down the road <laughs> like that, like when they reveal that these tiger people have like multiple wives and husbands <laughs> <laughs> just it's the most nonchalant reveal I'm yeah. Like, what <laughs> yeah normally and there's and then there's shit that unfolds around them as well that like just the fact that like oh yeah doc Antle has like nine wives and you're like oh that must be an exaggeration and maybe it is by one or two but he's got like six or seven wives at once and you're like what the fuck yeah. is this and then yeah. it gets even crazier on like, cause they interview one of them who has since left the harem and then it's, it gets into like, yeah, it just kind of happens. And then you don't know how you're there. And it's like a, a weird cult thing. And somehow I got a boob job out of it. <laughs> and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and what was fucked up about and then, that? Like, is that... And then halfway through the halfway through the documentary, you're like, okay, they've introduced everybody. Now we're just gonna see their pl- their story play out. And then they introduce more people, where you're like, <laughs> where'd they come from? <laughs> to, yeah, to backtrack on the 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 uh, excommunicated harem a little bit. That's from an area that's like an hour's drive from us. And she went down. To, yeah. Like, and I was like, I know people from there. And I'm like, what? what What? the heck? What are you doing going all the way over there and just being brainwashed? It makes no sense. 
It makes no sense. Anyway, yeah, it's insane. Um, but yeah, it it's scary to to see like just how cult like they are. Like, I think it's like in the in the second episode or whatever, they really get into the whole cult idea of this, where people are working for almost no pay, just for the sake of they love animals, and then as the whole series goes on, you're like. Oh, like the people running this don't give a fuck about animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even though they say they do, it's a it's a I think they even trick themselves into thinking they do because like they can't, right? I mean, yeah. I I I, I have no idea. I obviously have no idea what they think because they're insane people. <laughs> like I can't get into that frame of mind. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, just cub petting in and of itself is fucking insane. Like you have to, you have to breed a ti- you have to breed tigers every four months to keep up cub petting. God. So you're like, you're purposely bringing tigers into this world that have no purpose outside of the four months that they're alive. <laughs> oh shit! Like the first outside of the first four months they're alive. After that, they're like. They're almost a burden. Yeah. Um. So anyway, the the main crux of this documentary is around uh, a gentleman called Joe Exotic, who touts uh, himself even being a gun-toting gay, uh, something something like big cat lover or whatever it is, and he yeah. is like a like a legit cartoon character. Like you couldn't. Oh my god! It's it's astonishing to me how he can be real and not from Florida. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's well, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's like the Florida of Texas. <laughs> it, it must be, but like my it, it it it's weird how his story starts where. He lost his brother, and to get in, yeah. and in so, he was trying to get and do, like, um, I don't know, like a, a circuit around, like, schools and stuff to, like, not drink and drive or whatever it was. And then, in order yeah. to, like, get the kids' attention, because they weren't paying attention, he brought, like, tigers into the show to, like, and whatever. And then he involved magic and tigers and then all of a sudden he's just like this grand character who now owns like this exotic petting zoo and like (laughs) goes completely off the wall and is like the sheriff and like owner and like like legit king of his own domain and he has all these people following him and it's insane how it just like snowballs into this huge thing, and that people, like, would still kind of stick up for him? I mean, maybe not so much now, but, like, yeah, you could see it in the footage, like, <laughs> like, they were, like, on his every word at some point. Oh, yeah. Granted, like he's, he's, he has, a... he's, he's, like, courting straight men to be his husband. Yes. <laughs> like, it that blows my mind every time I think about it is that he was married to at one time two fairly young men 
<laughs> and they were both yeah. straight and they were presumably banging each other, right? <laughs> I granted one oh, yeah. It comes out one is like or maybe both were on meth and like meth is a fucking hell of a drug if you would go gay for Joe Exotic to get some for years. <laughs> but, oh yeah. Uh that's that always blows my mind every time I reroute to that. I'm like, "Oh yeah, like he's a straight guy that's married to Joe Exotic and definitely probably bangs him, but still I I what is their life? What what do they do? What is what has gone wrong in their life that they're now here doing this to him? <laughs> yeah, it it, it it's so it's so fucking nuts. Like I don't I don't know what it is about like big cats that make people like they think you're creating this community based on the fact of I have big cats. Yeah. Like, do, <laughs> that's it. Does, do they give off some weird pheromone that like, I, that, that like just I, brainwashes I people? Like, I have no idea. Cause I thought about that for doc Antle and well, all three of them freaking, uh, Carol Baskin and freaking Joe exotic. Like all of them must be like, just like immune to these pheromones, but everyone around him is just like succumb with like this will to just follow and do whatever for, for like nothing. Yeah. For nothing. Like, like even like Carol, like tries to play herself up as holier than thou because she actually runs like a rescue refuge. But even then, like her employees are so hung on her every word. Like she's doing like everything, but fuck them. (laughs) <laughs> While like her two male counterparts are fucking their employees, <laughs> like yes, <laughs> she's just not going down the route of fucking her employees. She probably very well could if she wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> what and so like with that, so Doc Antle and Joe Exotic are probably I I guess the most similar I guess, but like Joe Exotic has yeah. this thing completely against Carol Baskin. Because she wants to, like, shut down his park for being cruel to the animals. Which, like, in turn, it looks, as it's presented on the documentary, like, he gives them... I I don't know who ha- who treats the animals better. Like, I have no idea. Because you look at, like, what yeah. the cages are for the rescue in Florida with Carol Baskin, and they look, like, really cramped and overgrown and not taken care of. And then you look at the ones for Joe exotic and they look at least manicured and it looks like they're giving them stuff. But there's like, at one point in time, they showed like there's tigers on tigers on, like it's a swarm of them. And you're like, Holy shit. That can't be healthy either. And like the, and like, I think the thing that Joe Exotic's doing that Carol Baskin's not doing is that he's actually breeding them. Yeah. Like, he's bringing new tigers into the world, whereas she's taking ones that are being or either, like, uh, being taken from people that own them privately, That's which is illegal, or their older tigers are, are not being able to be taken care of outside of, like, a domestic-type 
environment because they they can't be released in the wild because they've never been in the wild. Yeah. But either but way, in the same sense, like they do show her refuge and it's like it's not that well kept. Yeah, no, not at all. And then in the same way, she's still profiting on these animals. Oh, for sure. And for sure. Like no one, no one comes out of this being squeaky clean and at all. No. And then she also doesn't even pay her like employees. They're all volunteer. And there's like a whole weird tier system and hierarchy and her whole thing, which is also oh, fucked yeah. up. Cause I'm like, She's like running hers like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Where it's like, if you invest this much into certain something, then you get this color t-shirt that makes you more important. Right. Like she somehow <laughs> was like clever enough to trick people into doing all of this for free where Joe exotic yeah. and doc Antle are at least somewhat paying their employees. <laughs> like maybe not by yeah. much, but at least they're giving them some sort of compensation where there's nothing given in Carol Baskins besides just showing up and thinking they're doing something for some cause. But like, what's she's still running like a bit of a zoo. Like if what's the difference, <laughs> I, I don't understand it. Um, and yeah. then, uh, at this. Oh, so anyway, Carol Baskin, that whole revelation that like she was married once before was like, holy shit, oh, because those are some of the memes that I saw before I watched the show is like, <laughs> yeah, uh, this such and such person did this to her previous husband. And I'm like, what does this even mean? And then once I watched it, it like opened up this whole new avenue of like, holy shit, this woman <laughs> is for fucking real. Like she is scary as shit. <laughs> yeah. No, like, one of my favorite things that I saw was, uh, so yeah, so they didn't present this whole idea that she may have killed her husband and fed it to a tiger or, like, a big cat or whatever. And then later in the show, they go to her where she brings up an, a way that you could make a tiger eat a person where it's <laughs> just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Because, yeah, because, like, uh, Joe Exotic brings up, like, a thing where it's, like, he thought someone may have put cologne on his shoes to cause, like, a tiger to, like, lunge at his foot. And then later they interview Carol Baskin and she's like, oh, well, that wouldn't make a tiger go after your foot. Like, maybe sardine oil. If you put sardine oil on a person, they'll, they'll like, a tiger will eat them. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but that was insane. Like, the memes I saw were Carol Baskin fed her husband to a tiger. And I'm like, what is that even mean? And then when you realize that, like, yeah, she was married previous to, like, a multi-millionaire. And then he had just disappeared. And then she inherited all yeah. the money and now has this tiger rescue or whatever. And I'm like, that is messed up <laughs> whether yeah. or not tigers did eat him the fact that she was like because weren't they like a bit on the rocks as well and then all of a sudden he just vanished <laughs> and then she yeah, well, he, all the money. i think he kind of wanted to run like a zoo like how like joe exotic does he, like, he wanted to turn it into a zoo and she wanted to keep it like a refuge and then that's when he just quote unquote disappeared 
<laughs> yeah, holy shit. That's uh, some crazy shit. And, like, that's not yeah. lost on Joe Exotic either. He wants to, like, just bring this bitch down. They are, like, mortal enemies. And that's, like, a big, like, plot thread through this, like, whole documentary. Like, Doc Antle, like, is a part of the show, but he's not, like, as a big of a part as those two are. Um, yeah, he's kind of yeah he's kind of on the peripheral when it comes to like the the story of the entire documentary, but like but he like he'll show up every once in a while and he's usually always in defense of Joe Exotic even when like Joe Exotic is a hundred percent wrong where you're like <laughs> shut up Doc. <laughs> <laughs> but needless to say, like he's intense for all of his scenes that he's in. He is, like, directing the camera, and he's like, no, do this, do this, do this. So, like, I could almost see, like, if people wanted to go up and, like, work for him, that he has, like, such a, like, like, his pimp hand is strong. You know what I mean? So, like, he can just, like, order shit around, and he throws his dick around all the time, like, literally and figuratively. And, like, I could just see how people could follow his every word. It's fucked up. It's not right. I can. It's not right that well, I can even see that that could be a thing. All all of those people are are. Uh, you can see how people get like sucked into their vortex, and be like, "Oh yeah, they know what they're talking about." And then by the time you realize that they don't, it's almost too late, or you're already convinced yourself. So like, convince yourself to the point so much that you're like, "Oh, well, it's got to be right." Because I've, I've gone this far. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and then, uh, what are some of your favorite people in this? Oh, uh, man. Definitely, like, the reality director guy is probably my favorite. Because he's, like, the one voice of reason yeah, Rick, throughout. Rick Kirkham. I have, like, the whole cast up yeah. right now. Rick Kirkham, yeah. the guy who was going to film Joe yeah, Exotic's reality show. <laughs> yeah, he's. I think he's probably one of my favorites because he's like the guy that like he deals with people like him all the time. It's just Joe Exotic is the most insane version of the people he deals with all the time. So he's just like, like I know where he's coming from, but man, he is coming from a weird, fucked up place. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, for sure he is. I like. I, he's probably my favorite. And then another one is Eric Cowie, who is like the head zookeeper at the GW Zoo. Like the guy that's got the oh, long yeah. the long hair. Um Yeah. The guy is that the guy with the with the two fake legs? No, that's the guy that was like filling up gas cans with a cigarette. <laughs> oh <geez. laughs> He's he's one of my favorites too, because he's always just like so defeated. Well, all any actually anyone who is like work for Joe is like so defeated, um, but like yeah, this Eric Cowie guy is the guy that was like, "Don't do this at home, kids." Filling up gas cans with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> Man, that one woman that got her fucking arm bit off. Holy shit. No, oh yeah, no shit. Uh, and like it happens in the documentary, like you see the moment where she loses her arm, <laughs> and then and you're like, 
fucking Joe Exotic is just like, like this is gonna ruin me financially. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's his that's his response to it. Like a coworker of his loses loses an arm, and his and his reaction is, this is going to ruin me financially. Which also like backs then- up one of my favorite memes. Of the show where a dad comes home to see all the lights and doors are open, and and then he just says, "This is gonna ruin me financially." <laughs> it's like the best dad joke of the fucking twenty twenties. That's what it is. <laughs> well, that that speech he gives after it happens to the people in the gift shop, where he's like, "Guys, there, there's been a terrible accident." Uh, one of my workers has lost their arm. Uh, I can give you a full refund, or I can give you vouchers to come back later. And they just they just pan over everyone in the gift shop, and they all look like brutally mortified. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know what? At that point point in time, like it was weird to see like him in an EMT jacket. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> Oh, I know. <laughs> it's like he, like he threw that shit on to be like, I'm important. <laughs> but also, uh, I was, I, cause I'm watching it. I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of giving like Joe props because you're kind of at that point, like going back and forth between like Carol Baskin and like, uh, Doc Antle. And like, at least he came out and like told everybody before it got out. Like, just like he said, I want to tell you before this hits the news, we had an accident here, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And that was the point where I brought up the question to Chelsea. I'm like, if you had to back one of these three people, who would you back? And I was like, I think that's only like three episodes in, maybe four episodes in. Um, uh, Would you back Joe Exotic, Doc Antle, or Carol Baskin? And, um, I can't remember what Chelsea said, but I was like, I think I would back Joe. If anybody, if one of these three, I think I would side with him. Um, what, what would you do, JT? Who would you side with if you had to pick? Granted, my answer did change once I finished the documentary, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, who would you, who would you pick? Oh, I don't know. Like it, you're it's fucked so hard way. because they're all kind of profiteering <laughs> off of like just like the the hardships of living things. Yes, but I don't know. Like just mainly based on the fact that she's not bringing other living things into the world, I'd probably go with Carol. Really, because. Yeah, she's pro- she's profiting off of off of uh, living things, but in the same sense, she's not bringing more into the world to 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 be in- like Doc Doc Antle and Joe Exotic are both bringing are both breeding tigers to constantly live in captivity, which they're not made to live in captivity. Yeah. In my mind, when I made that decision that it would be Joe Exotic, um, I was like, I get everybody's a piece of shit, um, but at least people are, for the most part, following Joe for the animals, and they're not some weird brainwashed harem that, like, Doc Antle has, and 
Carol Baskin may kill you. <laughs> like, I'm not sure. <laughs> like, she could feed you some, to some tigers or some shit. So, like, Joe is at least honest with who he is. He'll tell you the exact... Like, he'll he'll tell you the truth. Yeah, he's a crazy asshole character. But, like, he'll he's up front about everything that he is. And then I was like, yeah, I, that's the train I was running on. It was like, at least I'd get a straight shot from Joe until like the very end where it like goes into like, oh yeah, he ends up like going to jail and shit like that. Where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I, <laughs> I would trust Joe that much. <laughs> so I don't even know. It's up in the air now. Maybe Doc Antle. I don't know. I'm not a chick, so I wouldn't get like boo a boob job or maybe like scared that he would turn me gay <laughs> <laughs> like screw him or whatever. So I don't know. That would be like a fear of mine. If I met Joe exotic, that I would be so enamored that I'd Joe exotic. <laughs> I'd put Joe that... exotic would marry you. Yeah. I would, I'd end up with a padlock in my mouth. You know what I mean? I don't want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what kind of, of siren song he has, but it's gotta be something powerful. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's called meth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> God, meth must be a hell of a drug. I can't say that enough. God. Fucking A, dude. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we we know someone, like, not personal. Well, like, we knew him personally in high school that's, like, flushing their life down the toilet for meth. Yeah. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. For what sure. the fuck does it do to you that you would go that far for it? I know. It just flushes your life down a toilet. I don't know how it... Yeah. And it's such a slippery slope. I don't know, man. But then, like, so... The first, like, four episodes go on. Maybe first five. And then there's, like, another character that is introduced, Jeff Lowe. Who is, Holy like... Holy shit. Just the word douchebag personified in a human form. <laughs> Just so the thing, the thing that's fucked me up so much is that our, our, our friend, big a, uh, raised the question this morning, even like if you had to cast an all black cast, who would you cast <laughs> for the tiger King, tiger King movie? And then we were going through, and then he was like, well, I'm going to cast 50 Cent as Jeff Lowe because he already dresses like him. <laughs> and he put up a gif of 50 Cent where he's dressed exactly like Jeff Lowe. And I laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> More or less, Jeff Lowe is dressed like 50 Cent circa 2004. <laughs> and I... That was the thing that killed. That's probably my more my most favorite thing that I've seen in terms of Tiger King memes is just this conversation of ha having with Big A, where he says that <laughs> Jeff Lowe dresses like Fifty Cent from like two thousand four. <laughs> I ju I just went back and looked at it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> It's like so spot on that I was I was I lost it so fucking hard. <laughs> but like then he is introduced and that is just insane like the the amount of I, I just the con artistry that is all in him that he can get 
like people to do whatever he wants. How? Yeah. Like I, I just look at him. You got to just look at him and be like, nah, dude, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> I should not. Yeah. Like I shouldn't trust a single fucking thing you say. <laughs> look at you. You dress like you're 19. And I know from that weird white <laughs> ponytail you have coming out of the back of that fucking Oakley hat that you are not trustworthy. <laughs> What? And he's like doing like even shadier shit. Like he's like, he's like, uh, fucking like sneaking baby tigers in suitcases into like fucking like Las Vegas hotels. Yeah. Oh, uh, and just the fact that he's so, cause like him and his, like not to like shame anybody who's into the swinger lifestyle, but him and his girlfriend are swingers, and so like, yeah, they're like picking a third out for whatever kind of kinky shit they have. But at the end when she's like pregnant and they're getting a nanny and he gets to pick the nanny, it made me fucking, it made my skin crawl. <laughs> yeah. That he's like, yeah, we can, yeah, I told like, her we can have a nanny, but I get to pick her. And if she's going to, if I get to pick her, she's going to be hot. And then like, you just see him being fucking horny. And I just was disgusted at him. Like oh, it yeah. was, you, oh. No, he's yeah, he's he's just he's Doc Antle, but he just like doesn't marry them or like stay in like an active relationship. He's just like I'm just gonna fuck whatever I want, and I got a girl that'll let me. Oh, God, <laughs> Jesus! Oh my God! And, and God, like the right his right hand man is even more insane. Like he's got a fucking teardrop tattoo and he just looks like he looks like he would just fucking murder you because you looked at him the wrong way. Oh, to the fact that uh Joe Exotic tried to get him to murder Carol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He does look like he'd murder somebody, and the fact that somebody else thought that and tried to get him to do it speaks volumes. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then like how amazingly unprofessional of a hitman he is where he just took the money Joe Exotic gave him and spent it on fucking hookers and blow. <laughs> He's Yeah, he said, uh, I need like 5000 for that. Well, I can only get 3000 And so he's like, okay. And then just went and said, yeah. I fucked up and just chickened out and went to get a bunch of strippers and a bunch of cocaine. He's like, yeah, I kind of blacked out there for a little bit. <laughs> but I also, God. I also don't know why, if that was even a thing, why he would even take that deal. Because he fucking hated Joe, you know? He just said, fuck that guy every single turn. And then he's like, yeah. well, I guess if he was offering him three grand, I guess I would take it as well and go do, do a bunch of blow and spend it on strippers. You know, who knows? That's what you do. That's yeah. what, that's what you do. That's what I'm waiting. That's what I'm waiting for the stimulus check, you know, <laughs> to come through. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> let's throw let, Yeah, let's all throw our stimulus checks together and get a bunch of hookers and blow. <laughs> it only makes sense. You know, you got to put it back into the economy. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's trickled down economics. You give your money to a hooker and then it trickles from there. That's right. That's right. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, uh, 
this show, and that's just like the tip of the iceberg. Like there is an accidental suicide yeah. in this show, which is insane. Yeah, no, we haven't even touched. We haven't even touched on like the accidental suicides or, <laughs> yeah, just all that shit. Every there, every episode has some kind of twist you will not see coming at yeah. all. There's a there is another marriage to Joe Exotic. There is uh a, a a weird funeral uh there <laughs> one of the best eulogies ever ever presented there is country albums that have been made there it's it it, it goes there's on in memoriam there's there's an in memoriam pile of trash that he makes <laughs> There's there's arson. There is there's cover-ups. The FBI is involved. It is insane. Like we yeah. are, we're about hitting our time for this episode, so I don't want to have it go too long and I don't want to spoil everything, but yeah. like this show is a if you are quarantined and even if you aren't and you're still an essential part of the workforce, Try to find some time to escape and watch Tiger King because it makes life look not so bad. <laughs> it can always yeah. be worse, and it's in this documentary. But my God, God. so uh, yeah. yeah, it's insane. What what would you uh, give this documentary on? Oh, this is by far probably the most insane fun documentary I've ever seen. I'm giving this an A plus. Yeah. It, I, I'm giving it a, like a, a, a solid a, it is a super great time. Like it is insane. And it, and it's also great because of its brevity, you know, it's only seven episodes. They're only like 45 minutes long. Like it, it yeah. never stops with the insanity. Like it, you, you're almost like, Oh, is that it? Like I watched this in two sittings. Like it is, yeah. it's great. Like we, me and Chelsea, after we watched it the first night, uh, we couldn't wait to get the kids to bed to finish the rest of it. Um, like it, I know it is addicting. Yeah, like yeah, I, I couldn't wait to get back into it. Like we would try and go off and try and find something else to watch in between episodes, but it was just like. It got to a point where we were like, I, I can't wait. I need to go. I need, we need to go back and watch the rest of this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's a great and, show. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, if people want to, uh, chat Tiger King up with you, JT, where can they do so? Hey, you can find me at, uh, <laughs> Bucky for everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for Instagram, Bucky on Snapchat. Troy, uh, where can they find you? You can find me at Troy to the max on Twitter. You can find both me and JT at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. If you happen to be hanging around those parts, you can vote for the tournament of random movies that is still up and running. Uh, JT, yeah, what are it the... is Grand Budapest Hotel versus planes, trains, and automobiles. So cast your votes on that. Uh, all of our episodes are uploaded onto uh, 
reviewreviewpod.podbean.com as well as a bunch of other podcasting catchers out there. If you happen to listen to iTunes, then rate and review us there because that helps other people find the show. And if you want to write in and talk about how crazy Tiger King is, we'll be taking those emails at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. My God, what a... What a great thing to happen during a very terrible point in, in the world's history. <laughs> I know. I think Joe Exotic is going to be the quarantine MVP. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> like, we didn't even tell... We didn't even bring up that he tries to run for governor. Like... Yeah, or president. And president. Like, it, it, there's no, there's no limit. To what he can accomplish, except now because he's yeah. he is in jail. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. He is he in hires jail. a campaign manager that ran an electronics department at Walmart, <laughs> <laughs> and he looks like one. He for sure he does. Yes, he does. But that guy so much like one ended up being one of my favorite people on the show because he's just like oh yeah he's he's, he's good too. He's like what the fuck did I get myself into? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I always wanted to be a campaign manager. And then he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a great show. Check it out. I definitely approve. Uh, but until uh, until then, what do we got coming up uh, this week, JT? Uh, well, um, I have some ideas for Thursday. Uh, we'll... We'll play it by ear, and we'll we'll let you know via Twitter what what's coming up for Thursday. Sounds good. Sounds great. Um, but yeah, uh, I had a I had a great time watching this. So uh, until the Thursday, uh, I guess keep your ear to the ground, see what we got going on. But uh, yeah. until then, I've been Troy to the Max Extreme. Hey, I'm JT3K, and we are off.